0: Kia ora everybody and welcome back to Ngā Talks, this is Hauwada Sessions, proudly brought to you by Kōnei.nz, a new online shopping experience. Kia ora everybody and welcome to our Mental Health Awareness Week podcast. It's been a while on Ngā Talk, Talks so it's good to be back. Uh, today we are going to do a series of podcasts to talk about mental health, and um, kind of honour of Mental Health Awareness Week. Um, we just, I guess, we just know that mental health is a really important topic here in Aotearoa and a topic that we at Ngahiri Communities are super passionate about. Um, And so what we've done is we've reached out to a a bunch of our friends. We've got a a really cool friend group called Friends Are Family 2 or otherwise known as the FAF 2. And we've done a lot of years together, some highs and some lows and everything in between and so it's a a really nice safe environment for us to come and chat around what our journey of mental health has been. Um, And so with me on the microphones today we have Bex, Villitao. Hi Becky. Hello. And we Kia ora, have da. we have Mau Ta Noah. Kyoto. And we have all the way from upper Hutt, What's up? Mau Taito. Hello. Kia ora, How Mal, are Mal, you? And taito. she's also got Baby Natura with her as well. Hi Baba. <laughs> hi. Hi, <laughs> hi, baba. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> oh. So, why don't we get started by everyone just going around and introducing yourselves a little bit? Um, maybe share, you know, how old you are and where you come from and, and what you do on the day to day. We'll start with you, Becky.
1: Okay. Um, so, I'm Bex Velito. Um, I am, how old oh, am I? 37, <laughs> 37, turning 30, 30, 38 next sure. month. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> um, I am South Auckland, well I was born in Samoa but moved here when I was 18 months old, so I'm born and bred pretty much in South Auckland. Um, I've got an amazing family, I'm married to an amazing Nguyen man named Clint Militao and I have the privilege of working here at Ngahira Communities as the community manager. So yeah, it's yes. cool to be here.
2: Did you say you were born in Samoa?
1: I was. Huh. I didn't did even you
2: know that. Know that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did not. Yeah. There you go. Mm. On it. to you, Bobby. Um, kia ora. My name is Mel Tautelanoa. Um I was actually born Malpakea. That's Tautalanoa is my married name. I was actually born and raised in Sydney, Australia. I moved to New Zealand in 2002. Um, and that sort of began a journey of discovering more about um, my culture and who I am. Uh, I also am <coughs> married to an awesome guy called Mike Tautelanoa and I have six kids, four of which live at home, one grandson and I own and run a couple of businesses and life is pretty awesome and have a mean crew of mates and um, it's really cool to be here and have this discussion today.
0: Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Awesome, and on to you, Mel Taito.
3: Hi guys, Mal Taito here from Upper Hutt. Um I've been here for six years. I'm the Faf Group up in Auckland. Um, born and yeah, raised in you. Mount Rossville, Linfield. Uh, we've got two kids. I'm married to the amazing Winger Taito. And this is Natura. And um, we've <laughs> um, we got a two-year-old. Elisha So that's, that's I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right,
0: we got the we got the dream team here today. So we're going to start off. We got a couple of questions, and then hopefully it'll just flow into a bit of conversation. Feel free to ask questions of each other and just make it um make it flow. Um, but first of all, we'll go around and just talk about what has your personally what has your main kind of mental health
2: struggle been? <coughs> we'll start with you, Bobby. Um, honestly, I think my my main mental health struggle has been understanding it more. Um, I think I was pretty ignorant to the struggles of mental health and then hearing um, someone like close to me talking about struggling from anxiety I didn't I didn't understand it and uh, I think that sort of was like a, an opening for me to start understanding more the reality of it and how it plays out in different people's everyday lives. And um, I think it was just being um, more compassionate has been my journey, like being more compassionate to uh, people I know, maybe people that I don't even necessarily know really well, um, I guess, because you never know what people, people are going through. And I think that honestly has been my biggest journey with is just understanding understanding it more how it manifests, and then how I can be more compassionate to to that as well, yeah, mm. even to myself, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. How about you, Becky? What's your like mental health struggle been um
1: I think my main mental health struggle um has been um anxiety um and it's a journey that I'm still currently on. Um, I think the trigger for this, for me, was um, the death of my sister. Um, losing her to cancer at the age of 42, that really, um, yeah, knocked knocked me out. Um, and from that, like, uh, I'd, I've never experienced it before, but I think it was hand in hand with my grief of losing her, but um, never experienced anxiety before, but, all of a sudden, um, I was just on this roller coaster of emotions, mm. um, and the best way I can describe it is it's it's like a tsunami. So um, it just knocks you out unexpectedly. Like things that I would enjoy doing, like I would go to the gym, but a drive to the gym, um, like waves of nausea would hit me, and mm. I'd be dry reaching, wow. driving to the gym. Wow and i just didn't know where they came from like even mm. in the office one day i was just looking outside just out to the courtyard and i started crying and it was mm. quite embarrassing cuz one yeah. of our tenants came up to me and she was like what the heck's wrong oh man i know thank you kathy <laughs> <laughs> and so she looked at me and i and then yeah I, I just i think it's still a journey for me um but it's just so crippling like it mm. really is well yeah a real crippling um Battle, um, but the good thing about it is it's okay, like it's okay to feel this way, mm. um, but it's what you do to try and get out on the other end of it. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, so that's been my main struggle at the moment. Accept, accept to, and say, yeah.
0: yes, I caught what you saying, Bob.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: How about you, Sura? Mao Tai
2: taught?
3: I think um, for me, it's uh, and now actually hits around the both of them um, anxiety and understanding it not actually understanding that you are having like a bit of a mental mental health issue because you know it's so easily set under the rug um, mm. because you don't know that it's actually there and um, so just being really anxious about stuff um, but not even knowing that you're anxious about things like um, when when just My mum had passed away And I didn't actually realise That I was actually going into a place of depression mm, um, right. So I'd like Just be on the bed And just lying there And just thinking like, oh, my gosh Am I going to get up Am mm. I going to get up and, Like I'd just lie on the bed for ages And not even be able to get up So I had to You know Try and, try and pick myself up somehow um, And just decided that I, I needed to get up So Yeah Just Just Trying to understand that more because I didn't know that I was actually falling into depression until, um, until you look back and you see like at how much you've achieved by coming out of it. Mm. Uh, I love the, that. The Understanding it because I didn't really understand it. And coming from a PI family, you don't talk about that thing. Mm. You know, it's yeah. it's one of those things that as just like oh are you alright? right oh yeah cool sweet. Um, and then the next day you just try and get over it. You tell another you joke. <laughs> Yeah, cover up the joke to cover it up yeah. because that's the way we deal with it, um, you know. You just mock everybody else, but really it's actually something deep down in yeah. your, your own life that um, that you're struggling with. Yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah. yeah. It is a tough one, eh? I think for me, my, my struggle's been more around probably trying to manage depression, but probably from the perspective of, like, self-doubt yeah i think things along those lines um and it's been a journey over the years it's gonna get me it's going to get me um but it's also a really cool one to kind of overcome i think in the last few years it's been really cool to just kind of smash some of those things down yeah but i do remember Mm -hmm. i think it was my around my 30th birthday was probably the the toughest part for me and managing that and being in in a position where i was just like man i just like you are saying sort of like I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to have to deal with the things that life are, are throwing at yeah. me right now. Um, but then at the same time, like 10 years later, being in a position where it's so different. But there's still like it, it, it's still there. It, yeah. It's like it never really mm. fully disappears. Yeah. And you still have to continue to battle it and work with it or work on it. But the more that you become aware of it and the more that you can learn what it feels like and what it looks like and, and then how you can overcome it um it becomes something that I feel that you can really live with yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah totally <laughs> I was just like, like sorry <laughs> just wait for the hand to move
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah totally and I like um for you Bob I just want to ask is it like something that you can recognize throughout your whole life that has played a part or was there a trigger for you or, um, you know, I was there like a point? I feel
0: like it's something that in hindsight you can see. Yeah. Right, yeah. when yes. you're going through it, you don't really know. And yeah. I think it's that, like we were talking about, that ability to be able to identify it yeah, and understand it. So then you're like, oh, mm-hmm. is that what that was all that time? Is that why I like trying to live up to these standards or trying to, like, yeah. all these different behaviours? Like, is that where they came from?
2: Yeah, totally. Because, yeah. like, for you, Bex, it sounds like it came – like it was triggered by grief like or by losing your sister or are you the same when you look back in hindsight can you actually see um manifesting then or no was it just no
1: absolutely um i think i even told manua i think in a one-on-one meeting we had um, i told her that it actually hit um the trigger of my anxiety it's actually put me on a journey now where a lot of stuff's come up. Right. For me and I think, I actually spoke to my mum about it a couple of weeks ago, that, you know, I, I love my family. I grew up in a great, great family home. Yeah. Um, part of that was, I think, some trauma that I had growing up watching my dad hit my mum.
2: Yeah, right. Um,
1: you know, we grew up in a, in a house that domestic violence was quite, quite predominant in our house so i think a lot of that the trigger of my anxiety has actually brought up a lot of stuff that i've gone through and now Mm. now i think i'm finally ready and at a place where i can actually start start healing and start the process Mm. of of getting through to the other end so
2: wow that's awesome vex
1: but my dad's great. No, dad's. He's, <laughs> I actually had <hit> some. <laughs> Don't get the wrong idea. Yeah, <laughs> he's, Don't. he's come a long way now. But I think it's it's just a whole lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, looking back at
0: it now. Yeah. 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 Mm. No. Well done. Oh, well done, Bob. Good filling in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Got
0: <laughs> it. So what? Like one of the. Th- I was just thinking about. Because we're going to talk about kind of some specific moments, eh? But I feel like we've all already shared, maybe not you, Bob, about some specific moments. But it'd be good to share, like maybe that sp- specific moments and or the impact that it has had on your life or your family or your journey. Um, maybe just kind of elaborate a little bit more. Anyone can go.
1: okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I wanted, um i wanted to touch a bit on what Mal was saying just before about um growing up in a pi family yeah. um i feel like it's, it's she hit that on the head like absolutely hit that on the head because i remember um i did have conversations with mum about like what I was going through and my anxiety. And the first thing mum said to me was like, no, you just need to pray. You know, like, and I get that and I love that. I love that my mum is, you know, she loves Jesus and so do I. Yeah. There's no doubt about it that, yeah, like it is stuff that I should hand over to God to heal. But at the same time, I was really frustrated and I was like, man, this is why... I think the suicide rates and all of that for PI communities is so high. It's just because parents just automatically the first thing they tell you to do is pray.
2: Like,
3: well, don't, don't, don't be
1: stupid. Don't be, stupid. be, don't silly. be, don't be silly. Yeah, yeah. it's like, totally like
2: right. any mental like mental health is like any health issue. You know, like it's like saying don't go to the doctor and don't seek uh, professional medical help. Yeah. Um, just pray about it and. I think that there is totally that element of prayer and we believe in that and we believe in the power of that. But then we also are afforded, um, you know, uh, practical steps that we can take to actually take care of our own mental health as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think it's like both, eh? It's not just pray, 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 actually. (laughs) Mm. What are some other things that I can do or implement or what can help me, even medically, you know, medical um science, what could help me? Is it a is it a physiological imbalance or yeah. and I yeah. think of
0: that scripture, you know, faith without works, faith without deeds is dead. Like you've got to have the faith but you've also gotta walk the journey. You've gotta know, yeah, you've gotta yeah, got find ways to not just, not I don't know if overcoming is the right word, but finding ways to manage it. Yeah. And continue your life while it exists Because it's I don't think the goal is to not have any challenges mentally or emotionally. Yeah. The goal is to be resilient and to walk that regardless of what you're what you're facing and what comes your way. Yeah. yeah. About you, Pastor Mao. Pastor Mao title?
3: Not after now, here. <laughs> <laughs> it's not pasta now. Just now, thank you. Um, no, you guys. You guys, I think. Um, and you also, you know, you want to talk about stuff but then you get upset about it because you don't want to really talk about it. Yeah. But um, like definitely, like it's something that's there, and and you don't really realize it, but you you do have to come to a point where you actually have to bring it up and you have to talk about it. Mm. Um, and like you said, the MPI families, you don't talk about it. I just remember like growing up, um, I think, mm-hmm. you know, my, my parents had like, I, I can tell that they definitely had mental health issues because um, now that I think about it, you know, mum was always, she was such a strong lady, but then at the same time, she'd have like this real anger, like, Anger outburst um, towards those kids. And you know, you don't realize it now, but then you you have your own kids, and you're like, oh my gosh, that's why mum was always angry because she was so stressed out because of the kids. And there's six of us, so you know, like she didn't really know how to deal with um, that mentally. So she was, I, I just remember like sitting there and just watching, you know, like she was just quiet or like so stressed out that she just do this. And you know, like her hands they head um, it's just and you know what it, just growing up you, you, you kind of think oh that's just that's just the way PIs deal with it mm. um, and you know it's always this thing where um, you know without being so racist is that like Europeans are the only ones that have these mental health, health issues and they go to shrinks and all that kind of thing so that's not for Islanders because we yeah. don't do that we just you know we just deal with it within our own family or you know or us we Go to place where we just bottle up in our head, yeah. and we don't say um, anything about it. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, was
0: that the question? I kind of remember. <laughs> <laughs> <quite> <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, looking at the impact that mental health has on on your lives and your family and and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. eh? And I mean, I, I remember very vividly how many times you used to pick your mum up from the pokies. <laughs> <laughs> And bring it to church. I have to do the the same. I have to go visit my mum at the pokey. I've been too. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's whatever coping mechanisms they can find, eh? Like, or we can find that if it helps you escape for a little bit. It may not be the healthiest (laughs) habit, but. Yeah. And I think that's the key, (laughs) though, isn't
2: it? It's finding the healthier habits. It's like once you can identify it. And Mel, you're so right. Like, as a mum of like six kids, all, all of my kids are spread out, but still um, there were periods of time where I was a single mum with four kids and working part-time and trying to manage all of that and a mortgage and finances and f- how stressful that could become and like it yeah. would manifest in lack of sleep or um, um, like just, just my brain wouldn't stop at all. And then, but being able to identify it and realising the pressure that I was under, and then how how to deal with it better, like uh, getting out for a walk, it was like just something that was simple, that could, um, rather than doing like exactly what you said, having a mean, angry outburst at my son because he left like one dirty knife in the sink or something like that. <laughs> I'm losing my shit completely is that just normal? <laughs> no, I don't have angry first now. I give <laughs> stares
3: <laughs> You just have to get in the eyes <laughs> They know the eyes, eh? Yeah,
2: yeah, but it's so true It's so true how like Just pressure of Of um of what, y- what Your life might look like At that particular time And um, Not even realising how much like when i look back now i think oh no wonder why i was flipping stressed out i was under tons of pressure at the time um yeah and and knowing i think and having cool friends around you as well that can help you identify that and and journey through it
0: mm, bring that support hey. yeah i think for me like some of the ways that it came out like definitely that when you get pressure or when you feel not feeling good Anger is one way that it comes out, eh? Yep. Yeah. And, f- and frustration. Yeah. Um. And then the other way is that, like, real isolation where you just kind of hide away, try and hide under the blankets or something like <laughs> that for a little bit too long or, or just remove yourself from social interactions. Um, I believe and, and, and then even just your kind of self-talk. I reckon that's one yeah. of the hardest ones is what ends up going on inside your brain, and yeah. when you start thinking about yourself and um, what how you're handling it, and what's coming coming up, and that, how it can kind of build and snowball sometimes. Yeah, especially if you do stay, if you do stay isolated, or mm. if you keep it under the under the rug. Um, yeah, those are some of the main ways. And then I felt that I just couldn't like really like just not, I guess, have the confidence to back myself or or do anything that. I thought maybe I wanted to do but I probably thought I couldn't do and, and then like I remember having times where I really found it really hard to make decisions, mm. things like that, like I just don't know what to choose, is it going to be the right decision to make? Yeah, those are kind of all the ways that I found that it was it was coming out and I think over time, like I've had a couple of sessions over, my, over the years with... Um, like counsellors and social yeah. workers and stuff, which have always been super helpful. And just that process of, literally just the process of talking it through,
2: right? Yeah, eh? Totally, Talking yeah. it
0: through with someone mm-hmm. um, and getting it out. And then, which is essentially all that a counsellor does, right? And yeah. it helps you find your own solutions and find your own mm-hmm. ways, ways forward. And I would encourage anyone at any stage to be open enough to go and talk to someone. A hundred percent, Yeah. Yeah, uh, ideally someone that is a bit trained to help yeah. you walk through it. But then even if it's just a friend or a family member, I know in my family talking about stuff is not uh, not a big thing at all. Just talking about stuff in general is not a big thing. But then talking about uh, you know what's going on deep down inside of you um, doesn't happen at all. It's it's still hard to do that these days. Yeah. But then and then when I think within Te Ao Māori. Um, within the Maori world there's kind of two ways and I feel like it's probably the same with Pacifica like it has become a thing that you don't talk about but when you dig into our traditional ways and the ways of our people that the holistic health and well-being was always super important yeah and probably mm-hmm. traditionally we were much better at looking after ourselves mm-hmm. every part of ourselves um, and somehow we've lost our way a little bit I think probably through colonization and maybe through the you know, migration that Pacific Islanders have had to go through and the separations and stuff. So I think that there's a lot of, I guess, in my journey over the past maybe 10 years where I've really tried to apply a lot of the Maori knowledge that I was given and I'd been given and understand it a whole lot more. I feel like even just taking that worldview, knowing more about who you are and where you come from and the way that your ancestors did things and deal with things yeah. gives you a lot more tools as well, and a lot more opportunity to authentically, in our own way, look after ourselves and each other. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I would absolutely back that, Mans, because I think um, when I got to that point where the anxiety really gripped me, I ended up going back to Samoa. Like mm, I took right, time yeah. out and I was like, man, I'm like. just gonna take time off work. Yeah, and I actually went back to Samoa because I felt like, for me, it was I had to go and rediscover who I actually was. Yeah, like and mm-hmm. find my identity again and just be like, no, nah, this is not who I am. Like, so I, I actually went back for the six days and it was absolutely, honestly, probably one of the best things I've ever did. Yeah, um, was to go back mm-hmm. and discover my roots, like who I was, where I was born, and just have that kind of connection back to the land and back to my culture and I feel like that really actually helped me so yeah, yeah. I totally get totally
2: yeah. get what you yeah. Oh 100% I mean growing up in Australia I used to hear people say that uh, like my um, family who are Maori I'd hear them talk about the land and this connection to the land and I never got it yeah. until I moved here mm. and now I like it's this. it's such a valuable thing I really value that connection to yeah, my, my land here. I couldn't imagine living anywhere else now, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So th- I think that connection to your roots is yeah. super important, mm. eh?
0: Kia ki ukaipo. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget your roots, my friend. Don't forget. Oh, I was going to say. Totally. What are some ways for you, Mao Taito, that you've worked kind of towards better mental health? Um,
3: believe it or not, exercise. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes not good at it right now, but um, it's really helped <laughs> over, over the last period, um, especially um, especially after I had my first born, Elisha. Man, I got to a point when I was just like envious of Mo going to work all the time. Mm. I'm like, why am I saying with the baby all the time? Like, um, you know, but it's because I didn't actually understand my season that I was in. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know about you guys, but I know that God had um, actually asked me to nurture for this next season, and I didn't actually understand that until uh, later on in life. So what I do, <laughs> Mo, um, Mo was like, "Oh, you need to do something to, you know, to get out of the house because you're always with uh, Elijah, Timothy, seven like, okay, so join the gym, and um, <laughs> mm-hmm. it was great because. Man, they will do like all this weight training, boxing, and all that sort of stuff. And it was great for me because it was like, yes, I could punch it out mm-hmm. or, you know, like <laughs> just do the weights to, um, to release some of that stress or, or pressure or anger that I was actually yeah. feeling. Yeah. And it's so much for my mental health. Eh? Like, I'd come home and be like, yep, sweet, dinner's on. Mm-hmm. Okay, tomorrow, this is what we're doing. And, you know, like it just made it so much better for me because I knew, um, I knew what I was doing. Like a that one hour that I could go to the Germans do my thing, um, actually did more for me than, than anything else could have done. You know, he could have bought me sales or all that sort of stuff. It wouldn't have worked. Um, mm. like it awesome. Um but it wouldn't have worked if he hadn't given me the hours to be able to just to de stress, I guess, if he, if you um if that's what you call it. Um yeah, so that was that was a great hour out of my day to be able to just on my own, focus on myself, um, and and just punch it out. So yeah, that really helped me. Um, also, just walk, walk in the bush. I take yeah. my kids into the bush, and just walk. Yeah, and just talk to him. Like, like they like the i um, grown adult. Like okay guys, this is what's happening with my life. <laughs> um, you know, so pray you for mommy, us, uh, okay. Pretty much, yeah. You know, like pay for mummy, okay? Because mommy needs um mummy
0: needs some help, okay? So you just pay for me.
3: mommy wants a um, cigarette. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but yeah, so that, that's one thing that helps. Um, just yeah, out out and about, and um, that hour, hour of my day in the gym. Yeah,
0: awesome. yeah that is awesome. What are some other ways <laughs> that, that you guys find girls find that? you manage your mental health a bit better now as you get a little bit older and wiser. You
2: know? Yeah, for sure. I think I totally agree with you, Mel. I think um, just uh, physical like exercise, whether it's like boxing or the gym or lifting heavy as weights or just getting out in nature... Or Mm. by the water, like if I'm by the sea, I always find the sea is really, really peaceful. It can be like a raging West Coast day, but there's a real peace that comes with being by the water. And there's a real humbling that comes with it too, because you realise how tiny you actually are in the scope of things. Um, And I honestly think being able to, because I'm a little bit, by nature, a little bit of a martyr when it comes to being a mum and a wife and I want to do everything and be the best that I can be at my own expense sometimes. And I think being able to identify that having like what Mel was saying, having that time to myself isn't actually a selfish thing, but ultimately it's going to benefit everybody, everybody. It's going to make me a better wife. It's going to make me a better mother. It's going to make me a better friend. So, um, I think even in our culture, it's not something that's encouraged—that mm. self-care and taking a little bit of time out for yourself. You know, it's—I think we're getting better at it at at encouraging that kind of thing. But for me, that was an adjustment because I would feel like, but I can't—I have too many minions to care for. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So getting out of that frame of mind, yeah. I think, and and yeah, just taking the time out to to just be it by myself mm-hmm. for a bit and not have someone need or want something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's also Millie. Um I think for me it's the same, like um, just taking that time out, but actually also just talking about it. Um, I think one of the big things for me was that um, I bottled it all up because I felt like, oh, you know, I don't want to burden other people with what I was going through. Mm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and so I was always – angry and people would ask me, oh, what's wrong? And I'd be like, I'm fine. Especially with my husband, like I think he got a lot of the brunt of it, you know, of of my, and he would honestly try to dig it out with me, but I felt like I couldn't because I didn't want to burden him with what I was carrying. So I think we need to like really just break that down that, you know, it is okay to be to talk to people and just have really good friends that support you in all seasons of life. They don't just celebrate the good things, but they mm. are with you there to journey the the tragedies and the s- not-so-good things. So, yeah, just taking time out and just talking. Because it, it's okay. It's not it's not a bad thing. Mm.
2: Not at all, yeah.
0: At all. You're not You're not the only crazy one, eh? No. We're exactly. all crazy. No. We're all crazy. <laughs> We're all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a little bit of cray-cray. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah.
0: yeah. What about I think one you, of Bob? the things for me recently that I've really – out uh, like enjoying, I suppose, Is prioritizing rest, yes, as well, and being um, able to put that into whether it's a daily, weekly, monthly, whatever, but into your life and being okay with it, yeah, and not feeling like I mean I know I don't know if everyone feels I'm sure some people are like yo I like kicking it kicking back all the time <laughs> but I think I find that I just if I'm not being productive I feel like I'm like not productive so then not useful so then resting is not. Yeah, not a priority So that's been a really cool thing Resting I think Um, Like everyone said Like getting out Into nature Getting out for walks And stuff like that Is always super helpful Being by the moana um, I love that I find that really Soothing mm. But then invigorating At the yeah. same time But then I think Being like Thinking of And seeing yourself And your whole self as well Not just your mental Or emotional yeah. or physical State Yeah But there's yeah. there's all these different parts to you your spiritual side and making sure that you're feeding into all of those that you're feeding yourself mm. spiritually whether you know whether you're Christian or Muslim or whatever mm. your faith may be there's a spiritual element to who you are and you need to you need to nurture that um, your emotional mm. side as well you need to nurture that mentally like I find always always having a challenge is actually really helpful for me probably because of the way that I'm wired mm. but it means that I have something to work towards and something that I and then achieving goals as I have challenges really helps boost my kind of self-esteem and my mental well-being as well. So th- I think all of us have different little ways to feed into um yeah, feeling like we're achieving who or not even just achieving being who we, yeah. we feel like we can be. And when you feel that way, then you then overall your health feels pretty mean. Yeah. That's what I think too. Um, Yeah, so we talked about how you manage it now and then maybe like kind of the last kind of idea we had was like why would you even want to talk about your journey? Um, But I think it's probably more about how, like what, what kind of advice would you have for people or, yeah, how passionate do you feel about this? This is a bit of a
2: random question, eh, but yeah, I mean, I think okay. a great some great advice is um, is counseling, like if you can seek counseling. And I think um, I mean we've uh, we've probably all said it about how important and how valuable talking mm. is and talking through the process. And so um, like Bob said, counseling is effectively just someone listen, listening to you talk and helping you figure out a way forward. Um, that's going to be best for you. So I'd I'd like strongly recommend some kind, if you can, some kind of professional counselling. Otherwise, counselling, counsel of someone that you trust, someone that's got some good wisdom, maybe um, a few runs on the board, lived a bit of life maybe, um, that you could really trust their input. Mm. Um, But I think talking is such a crucial part of it as well. And... um, And finding a cool group of friends to support you through it—I don't know how people get through life without good friends. Um, Mm. It's so yeah, i I don't know how people do it. So I think if you can get some good friends, and if you don't have good friends, maybe it's because you're not a good friend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How do you reckon? Like, how do you reckon you be? How do you reckon you be a good mate for someone that's going through some mental health challenges? What are the things or like can you kinda of think about what are you how do you wish people would respond to you?
1: I know with um when I lost my sister, I think the two main things I hated people ever saying to me was be strong. Yeah, yeah. Um and I was like, No, I don't have to be strong. Yeah, totally. Um if I wanna be emotional wreck, I'm allowed to be. Like yeah. I think that was one of the Yeah, I just did and so I never say be strong to people if they're going through something similar to me or if they're going through a real tough season I never say be strong because it's it's okay like I think there's just this not be strong yeah Yeah. I think there's just this stigma that you have to be strong and be okay but it's okay for you not to be so and I think the other yeah I think it was mainly be strong Mm. because nah just have your cries it's okay to have your cries and I think At the moment, journeying with friends that are going through a similar thing to me, I think it's just just let them be, just Mm. listen, like, you know, if they're having a real crap day, just let them have a crap day, you know, Mm. there's no timeline, I think, on, on things, you know, there's no timeline that you should be at a certain place in the journey, like you just have to let them journey that season out, but just be that friend that kind of pushes them along, you know, like, or just hold their hand and journey through that with them.
0: Yeah, yeah so it's awesome, Becky. What do you reckon, Taito?
3: Yeah, I think um, just being, just just sit there and be with them. If they need to cry, just sit there and just let them cry. If they want to talk, just sit there and just be their ear. Um, yeah. If they want to walk, just walk alongside them. Uh, I know that like, some people might you know might not have a lot of time on their hands to be able to do that but um, sending a text is even a good thing as well you know like mm. or a phone call just to let them know that you're there um, your cause, yeah yeah because people just love knowing that you care um, and that you're there yeah. and if you're not then obviously like when things happen to you they're not going to be there for you um, but yeah so I guess just just being, just being, yeah, or just being that, yeah, being that friend. Eat
0: with him. Yep. <laughs> 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 or feed them. <laughs> <laughs> or feed him. Feed him, eat with him. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: yeah. Yeah. Just that. I mean, you got anything to add to that, Bob? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think they are, Uh, no not really i can just (laughs) agree with what they both said to be a good friend just be there listen um yeah cry with them laugh with them eat with them just be where they are and meet them at that place and don't put any expectations on you know on people yeah um yeah
0: definitely eh i know sometimes like sometimes being able to bring some humor Yep. Can be super helpful sometimes. <laughs> it depends on the situation, but read the room. Yeah, exactly. Like like we've got. You know, I feel like we've got friends left, right, right. and centre going through crap at the moment. We eh? Too, eh? Yeah. <laughs> um, and some friends that we spent some time with just recently, and we were just like, man, everything around them is really, really tough right now. Um, honestly, all we're gonna do is come and laugh. Yeah, because that's one of the things that we love to do together as friends, anyway. Despite everything that. That, they, that she's going through um, just being there as friends and cracking up and reminiscing about stuff was just what she needed she didn't need someone else to counsel her yeah, or to, yeah. she had enough people around her already doing all this super emotional stuff she just needed some people to kind of lighten the load for yeah. a little while um, and give her a little bit of encouragement and strength to keep going so there's lots of ways eh, if you can i guess find ways to add support and value to them and try and get your own emotional needs out of the way yeah I think quite often we can think oh we can yeah. feel so much half for them that we want to help them and we want to fix them that we mm. end up that ends up becoming more important our need to feed our own desire to help yeah. becomes yeah. more important than yeah. their well-being so um and that's something that is really hard to do. And I always try and like just check myself, like, are my actions here based on the fact that I feel bad for them and I want to help them, or are my actions based on the what they actually need? Yeah. And who they need me to be in this time? Yeah, I think that's really important. Mm.
2: Yeah. Hi, Elisha. I like that. We got matching
0: beanies. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Awesome. That was a really cool chat, girls. Um, is there anything else that, that you want to add before we wrap up? One closing statement from everyone, eh? Okay.
3: No. Speak out. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say to any mom staying at home, um, you just to speak out and take that time for themselves. Um, especially if you're autistic or Māori, um, you know, it's okay to, to talk to someone um, and it's okay to, to need help. So, yeah, reach out, speak out. Yeah, awesome.
1: I think for me it's, um, I know it might be a bit cliche, but there is hope, like there is actually always hope. Mm. Um, And there's light at the end of the tunnel. You just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other and just, um, yeah, and just really talk about it, like we've kept saying throughout today. Um, And, yeah, just real, like for any... Pacifica people that are listening or whatever, I think that's my whole heart at the moment. It's just, um, yeah, that it's okay to be not okay, and that we should start breaking down those walls that in our families and in our homes to say that you know we just it's just stuff that you just sweep under the carpet. Um, And I just yeah, just want you guys to talk about it, get out there, surround yourself with good people. Yeah, and that yeah, that there is at the end of the day, hope to get through those battles and we're testimony to that. Yeah. I mean we're we're still going through the process but I mean if you looked at me a year ago you'd be like, What the heck? <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's come a long way. So yeah.
2: So there is hope. Yeah. Um I yeah, I totally agree with what um you were saying, Bex and, and it's choosing that. Um sometimes it's a minute by minute choice, sometimes it's day by day. Um but choosing to um, see try and see the light at the end of the tunnel and honestly us us like like Beck said if you looked at us I think that's a part of sharing the story is that it is a testament of hope of um, what you've journeyed through and and I think part of being able to share it is offering other people that light at the end of the tunnel like yeah I was I know how you feel. And it's intense, but trust me, you can get through. If I can do it, you can do it, kind of thing. So I think um, continuing to have discussions about it um, is a healthy thing as well. Yeah, awesome. It's crazy down in the hut. We're gonna get you to.
3: Um,
0: we're gonna get you to share us maybe.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, <or> maybe not. It's <laughs> gonna it's gonna go down a little bit there. We might get you to share us a little um, scripture to close us out soon, Mel. Taito. Let's give you a 60-second warning. Um, What was going to be my closing statement? I was going to say, like, be kind to yourself. Um, Yeah, like, don't be so hard on yourself. Forgive yourself. Um, Give yourself a break. Um, And, yeah, like we've all said, I choose to put yourself first sometimes, especially those of us that kind of live a life that serves others. Um, Yeah, don't be so mean. Don't be so mean to yourself. Um and be patient. It's a journey. It's um I don't think like one of the one of the younger people in my world is struggling with some pretty hardcore, you know, mental health stuff at the moment. Um and he had a bit of a breakdown a couple of months ago. Um and one of the main points from his breakdown was he thought that he had already overcome his mental health challenges and he was really discouraged because he found out that he hadn't, and they yeah. were still there, yeah, um, and I think one of the main things I could do there was just encourage him that actually you know what you're probably going to have to manage, you're going to have to manage your mental health your whole life, yeah, it's not something that you just fix, and that's mm. it, it's done, it's a journey, um, and so with that in mind, you have to be patient with yourself and give yourself a break when you don't get everything right, eh, yeah, yeah, so why don't you close us out there from the heart Mal and yeah. natura?
3: Man, a, a, a scripture that's close to my heart in um, places of being anxious is um, Hebrews 11 one. Um So I'll read it from the Bible. Um, so it says, Now faith is the assurance of things we hope for. <laughs> Sorry. Of things we hope for, being the proof of things we do not see, and the conviction of their reality. So <laughs> with that, like, things that you can't see that are actually bothering you, like those are things that you need to have faith for and know that God's actually in it with you every step of the way mm. so and, and, and that, that verse has actually got me through this whole COVID period, you know mm. this sort of whole COVID thing that's happening mm. um, but just knowing that at the end of the day, like God's got you and he will always have you mm. even when you can't see what's in front of you in these uncertain times um, just know that God's going to be walking with you mm. and he's going to be walking with you hand in hand mm. if you ever struggle struggle with anxiety then just then all you got to do is like put in your room yeah. sit there and talk to God because he's just going to bring you through it it's right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. simple as that, simple as that. <laughs> so thank <Just> you awesome. <laughs> oh, that's, right. that's
0: awesome hey thanks thank good to thanks. see you guys Ba sisters for this conversation um, definitely wasn't an easy one, but it's a good one to have eh? a yeah.
2: yeah
3: so
0: yeah that's us for that's us for this episode first episode and we've got a couple more coming out See you later goodbye
2: bye hey auntie here how you been? We've been busy as
0: getting together some of our own local talented young brands so that you can support Aotearoa in one
2: of our favorite ways shopping. Come and see what we've made for you at www.kone.nz, a new online shopping experience.